We are now going to continue with the Gemara and Dabdalad Amad Aleph 4a. We're up to uh, where it says, Amar Rabbi Yitzhak Barada. So again, we're in the middle of a conversation about how David used to waken up, well, wake up at midnight, I'm sorry, and begin uh, saying Shiros Vicious Bachos. And the Gemara had a question How did David know when midnight was? If Moshe, if Moshe didn't know, because it says that Moshe said uh, approximately when 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 it was midnight, and he didn't say exactly midnight to Paro uh, during Makas Pechoros. And the Gemara in the beginning assumes that he didn't know. So it says as follows: Amar Amar Rabbi Yitzchak Barada Amar What does it say? Ura kevaidi ura hanevel v'chinar a'ira shachar. Awaken my glory, awake harp and lyre, and I will wake the dawn. So this, so so um. This 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 implies that uh that that the lyre would uh wake up David at midnight. Rabzeira said Maisha la'elam haveyada, Maisha knew when midnight was. He had a different solution. And David and and uh, and uh, and uh, David also would know. So and David also knew. So why did Moshe say I'm sorry, since David knew Kinar Lamale, why did he need his uh, harp or his lyre to wake him up? to wake him up from his sleep. For it was a, it was an alarm clock. And since Moshe knew Lomle the Meimar Kachatzais, why did Moshe say Kachatzais? Why was that important? So the Gemara says, Shema Yitu Instagnine Pare. Maybe Pare's astrologers would make a mistake. For Yomaron, they would say, Moshe Bedai, who Moshe is a fraud. The Yomar Mar, Lamid Lashon Chalomer, any idea. Shema Tisbada Beseyache is accustomed your tongue to say, I don't know, lest you become adept in a way of deceit. Now, it's fascinating over here that, let's say Moshe would have been wrong by five minutes. This was a guy who predicted the past nine plagues, and they happened, as he said they would, and they went away when he said they would go away, and this plague and everything would, would, would still go on exactly when and how Moshe said it would. It would just be a difference of five minutes. Yeah, what the Gemara is teaching you is that when people are out to show you up, they will jump on the smallest, smallest things and use that to invalidate your entire message, no matter how inconsequential this one, this one small aspect, aspect seems to be. Rabbi Yashi Omar, Rabbi Yashi says, Bepalga Orta de Tlesar, that that this that this question doesn't really make sense because Moshe was standing Palga Orta de de Tlesar was standing at the midnight of the thirteenth. Uh and he was getting he was going into the fourteenth. That Abahikar Moshe and Moshe said the Israel, Omar Kadesh Barakulumakaisalaila, Kia Idna Niyatse Besek Mitraim. He said, uh tomorrow it should be like midnight that it's not really referring as an approximation, but saying that just like uh, to, uh, tonight, midnight, 
I am going out into the into the middle of Egypt, so too tomorrow night. So therefore, this was actually not a um, indicator of Moshe's imprecision, but this was referring to something else. Okay, the Gemara now continues, talking about David. It says, David Guard over my soul, for I am pious. Levi, Levi ve, Levi ve, Rabbi Yitzchak Chara Markacha Mar David Lefnei Hakadosh Baruch Hu. So said David in front of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Rabbi Nishalaylam Loi Chasid Ani. Am I not righteous? Shakol Malchei Mizrachumayrev Yeshenim Ad Shalishai. It's all the other kings of the east and the west, and it's it's interesting to know what David is referring to as the west, because the west, as you know, is the Mediterranean Ocean. So. I'm not sure which areas exactly he's referring to. Yeshenim at Shalashos, they sleep until three hours into the day. Vani and I awake at midnight to praise you. Vidach and the other the other sheet that said, Kacha my daughter am I not am I not acting righteously? Shakal Malchem Mizrachumarev Yeshvim Agudais Agudais Bichvaidam. They all sit in groups and groups uh, as befitting their honored status. I mean, they sit with their entourage and uh, with, their, with, their, with their crowd. And my hands are covered in blood. And with a fetus and a placenta. So what this is referring to is that David, so, you know, when women would bring David... Uh, there are articles of clothing that had uh, the blood of Nida on them. So there are different types of blood, and only certain ones make you impure. So David had to check. He was also, you know, a die, and he has to check what, you know, which types of blood were considered to be the problematic ones or not. And with a shafir, with a with a fetus, with the little over here is talking about um, the the the. Um, with, with like a fetus, and the question is how much did the fetus develop about whether or not it was considered to be an actual birth, also, which is relevant to, to the laws of purity, and uvashilia, uh, kadega, uh, tire, and also with the with the afterbirth in order to, to see about whether or not this was a uh, male or female child to know whether or not she had to, so I think shilia over here is the embryonic sac, and the shafir is the placenta, I believe. And Uvishilia uh, and the Shilia, there's a question um, about whether or not it was a boy or girl fetus, which has to do with how long she has to sit for. And not only that, and anything which I seek to do, I always talk first to my Rebbe, Mipi Baishas. And they said to him, I ask him, you know, Rebbe, did I did I pass it correctly? Did I obligate that person correctly? Did I did I absolve them correctly? Did I make them pure correctly? Did I purify them? Did I declare them to be impure correctly? And even though I was a king and I people can argue it's beneath my dignity, I didn't allow that to 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 stop me. I'm Rabbi Shua, brother of Rabbi Shua said in the name of Rabbi Di, the son of Rabbi Di, my crow, what's the verse that says, and I speak to your testimonies in front of kings, I will not be ashamed. This is referring to David, 
school would not be embarrassed uh, to go talk to his Rebbe, even in front of all his people, and to uh, show his deference to, to his Rebbe's opinion. Tana, it's taught, that the person's name was not actually Mipi Baishas, Ella Ish Baishas, man of Baishas, why was he called Mipi Baishas? From his mouth comes shame. That he would embarrass David with regards to Jewish law, meaning he, he would, he would uh, make David have to admit that he was wrong. And that's why Kilov came out of David, who was, according to the Messiah, somebody who was very, very wise. It wasn't Kilov, and it was actually Daniel. Why was he called Kilov? Because he would embarrass Mipibayshes in Halacha. Meaning, so he was somebody who, uh, David's children, because of David's deference to his teachers, he was Zochet to have children who were incredibly accomplished in Halacha. And this is what Shlomo says in his wisdom. If your heart is wise, then my um, my heart will, will be glad. And this is referring to uh, And this is what and and this is what Shlomo says about Kilov, that you know you uh, my son be wise and make my heart glad and uh, respond to those who taunt me, meaning, you know, respond to, to Mipiboshas. Now, this is likely not referring to any kind of vindictive situation, but just that he, he merited to have a son who was on the level that he could really engage with uh, Mipiboshas in a conclusive way. Okay. Was David really, did David really call himself a pious person? Right? So, um, Lule Hamanti, right? If I had not believed to look at the good of Hashem in this land of life, that there are dots over there, on, there's a Nukud Rashi says, Agave Lule, and it's there to imply doubt that he did not think of himself as somebody who was necessarily going to see the world to come. Why is there a dot on the Lule? I know that you repay the good for the righteous in the world to come, but I'm not confident that I that I can count myself among them. So how then does David earlier call himself a chassid? So the Gemara says, Right, that I will be with you and guard you wherever you go. And then it says, Yaakov got very afraid. Maybe sin has caused me to lose my righteousness. Until your people uh, will cross Hashem, until the people who you have acquired will cross. And um, so the Gemara says, Ad Hashem, until you pass your nation Hashem, Zubiya Rishona. This is their first entry into Eretz Yisrael. Ad this is referring to the time of Yehoshua, when they entered Eretz Yisrael in time of Yehoshua, Zubiya Shniya. Mikan Amr Chachamim, from here the rabbis taught, Ruyim Hayal Yisrael, 
that the Jews would have merited a miracle during the days of Ezra. Likewise, I'm sorry, was done for them during the days of Yehoshua, because they had sinned and there was a widespread intermarriage and other things at the time of Ezra, that they had lost this 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 special providence. And, they, and Rashi says, they have to come with the permission of Koresh. And they were under the reign of the Persian Empire. Fine. Now we're going back to analyze the Mishnah. The rabbi said until midnight. Who do the rabbis follow? When it says Bishach Bicha in the Torah, when so we have Rabbi Eliezer says it's talking about the beginning, the end of the going to sleep. There is Rabbi Gamliel who says it's the entire time while people are sleeping the whole night. What do the rabbis hold? Ikar Rabbi Eliezer, Sferlik, they hold that the halacha is primarily like Rabbi Eliezer. Lamer Kir Rabbi Eliezer, they should say that the halacha is like, is like Rabbi Eliezer. Who says Sofa Shmura Rishona? So Vikar Rabban Gamliel Sfiru Hu Leimer Kirabban Gamliel. They should say Kir Kir Rabban Gamliel. So the Gemara says Olam Kirabban Gamliel Sfiru Hu Vahad Kaamri Achatzos Kedila Harches Adam Min Haavera. In in order to 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 distance somebody from sin. So the question over here is that what is the Gemara adding? That Rabbi Gamliel, they hold a Rabbi Gamliel, in order to distance someone from sin. We said we already said this in the Mishnah. So the Rajbah writes that what is happening over here is that the Gemara is affirming that the Rabbanon must hold like this. Meaning, it's not simply Rabbi Gamliel's opinion in the Mishnah that the Rabbanon do, don't disagree with him. It's actually what the Rabbanon really hold because otherwise they should have specified. Okay. Uh, so why so so why did they do this? Tanya, as it says, Chachamim also siyag The rabbis made a fence or a boundary for their words. That a person should not come from the field in the evening. The Omer and he says, Let me go home. Let me sit down. Let me have a small glass of scotch and eat some dinner. Let me go and take a nap a little bit on the couch. Uh, and afterwards, I will, I will, I will, um, I'll daven shma and go to sleep. So sleep will take him. He'll oversleep and sleep the whole night. Now, I know this doesn't happen to any of us, but there are lesser human beings who could be susceptible to these types of things. What's the proper behavior? A person comes home from work. He enters if, if, if his usual practice is simply, is simply to read Chomesh, meaning that he doesn't have the skills to go, to go any deeper, he should learn like that. If he can read on a more, learn on a more advanced level, then he can read Kriyashma and Davin. He, he goes and he suffers and crashes. Um, 
so the Biralacha in Shulchan, the, so, so the Biralacha in the Mishnah Brewer over here, he says that people don't realize that this is actually a real halacha. That you are supposed to make time for learning every single night. In Yaradeya Simon Rishman Vav, it says that that you should have a kvias, a certain set time that you learn every single morning and every single night. And uh, you're, and he says that, and, and, and the Berlachah says, there's an Indian to learn which you see in most, in, in many shoals. And the source, he says, is from this Gemara, because it says, Adam and he learns, he learns in between, in between Mincha, Mincha and Mar. Now, Taisus and Rashi and other halachas bring, uh, bring a different halacha that's also extremely, extremely important. That once it's time for, when it becomes dark and it's time for Kriyashma and Marev, or, you know, time for Mincha happens, you are not allowed to eat and have a real meal until you read Shema and Dava Marev. Now, the only leniencies over here are if you have a Shomer or if you have a Minyan Kavua, but if you're somebody who davens by themselves and you're alone at home, you are not allowed to eat or do anything before you daven Marev. Okay, whoever transgresses the words of the sages of the rabbis, Chayiv Misa, you uh, are, are are liable to receive the death penalty. Meaning that no, they can won't they won't actually kill you, you know, in court. But all bets are off uh, by life insurance. So the the Ritva over here writes that if you skip Kriyashma after Chatzos. But not if you read Kriyashma. Sorry, not if you eat before Kriyashma. Because the eating before Kriyashma is what they want you to do to prevent you from skipping Kriyashma by Chatzais. But the actual real halacha of the Chachamim was that you have to say Kriyashma before midnight. So the Gemara says, misa. Why everywhere else? Whenever we bring a Durabana, we don't mention this exciting consequence. Of Chayiv Misa, the death penalty, the Gemara says, Mashna Hacha, why over here, Diktani Chayiv Misa? Does it say you have a death penalty? So, Ibayi Seima Misham Dika Aynes Shaina. So, the Gemara gives two possible um, uh, two possible explanations. One is because there is uh, the Aynes of Shaina, right? That, that people, well, once you go to sleep, it's very hard to wake up. And because of that, uh, there is a real risk that if you allow yourself to doze off, you're going to sleep through the whole thing. So they have to really scare you, scare you into shape to show you some kind of really, really strong uh, language to encourage you to know, stay awake, say Shema, and then crash. The other opinion would be to take away from those that say that Mairiv is voluntary, right? Because there was an opinion earlier that, that Mairev is voluntary and we're going to see it later in the fourth in I think the second park and on Daf Chav Zayin Kamash no we hold it's a chayv you, you have a obligation okay we're going to stop here and we will continue Mir Shem with Dagan on the next year